Hey friends, and welcome back to the show. Today we are talking all about decluttering our kids' toys. <laughs> if you are a mom and you have one child, multiple children, more than likely your kids have toys. And it's so easy for our kids' toys to accumulate, to collect. And before we know it, our kids' toys are out of control. And it's really good for us to take some time, especially around holidays and birthdays, for us to declutter our kids' toys, weed things out that they're no longer playing with, and really streamline their bedrooms so that they can manage their bedroom tidy it up, reset it very easily. You don't realize, but your kids are probably overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that they own. And like you, they don't know how to let it go. So as parents, we need to be able to step in and help them to control their clutter. I actually got this topic from a friend that I was interviewing for the podcast a couple of days ago. And she said, do you have an episode on decluttering toys? And I was like, well, you know what? I've already done one around Christmas time last year. Let's revisit that topic again. So this week you are getting two episodes all about decluttering kids' toys. Today, I'm specifically going over three approaches. If you're on YouTube, you see me holding up six fingers, three on each side. <laughs> I am specifically going over three approaches that you can take to declutter your kids' toys. And then on Friday's episode, I'm going to go into the nitty gritty of the how-to, the literal step-by-step -step of how to declutter your kids' bedroom and their toys. This is a great episode right before Christmas. If you celebrate Christmas and gift giving to declutter your kids' room and get them prepared for the things that they are going to receive and bring into their bedroom. All right. Are you, are you ready? Okay, don't get nervous. I promise you it is going to be very easy, simple to do. I want to just bring this awareness to you of the options that you have when you are when you are decluttering your kids' bedrooms. Let's dive in to three ways to declutter your kids' toys. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. If you are just now setting out on this journey of living a clutter-free, more simpler lifestyle in your home, in your mindset, in your life in general, then I want you to know that I have some courses coming up for you in the new year of how to simplify different 
different zones in your house. And the first one that I have that's going to be available in January is Simplify Your Kitchen. Eek! So if you are not on the newsletter list, make sure that you subscribe by going to habitsandhome.com. And the easiest way to do that is to sign up for my free reset checklist. This is a reset checklist that I basically live by every single night as I am resetting my home and getting it prepared for the next day. I, when I was getting started, yeah, I actually literally checked it off every single day. Now it is habit and routine and it just happens automatically. Hello, happy habits. <laughs> so if you are someone who is, it's not become a habit yet for you to reset, go over to my website habitsandhome.com and download that free checklist. It's also going to help you track your habits so that you can be successful with them every single day. By doing that, you're going to get on the newsletter and be one of the first people to hear when that mini course has launched. Remember, it's coming in January. Simplify Your Kitchen is coming. Yay. Okay, so let's talk about simplifying your toys, your kids' toys specifically. All right, so we're going to go over three different approaches or three different ways that you can approach decluttering your kids' toys. The first way or the first approach is to do this when they aren't home. This is not the way that I personally recommend because you're not teaching your kids good life skills. I have taught my kids from an early age that this is just what we do. We just clean out what we're no longer using. If you've outgrown your clothes, we're not going to hold on to the clothes that you're out, you've outgrown. That is actually the best place to start with exposing your kids to the act of letting go of decluttering is with their clothes. It's a natural progression. They've outgrown an article of clothing. They can no longer wear it. You can even have them try it on. Their little arms are gonna, you know, not go into the jacket. <laughs> and you can say, okay, honey, this is something we have to let go. So let's take it back to decluttering when our kids aren't home. A lot of parents would probably think that they should take this route because they can get a lot done when their kids aren't home. They can, their kids are going to be super attached to their toys when, while they're, you know, if they're, they do it with them. This is definitely a method you could take. If you decide to go this route of decluttering your child's toys and their bedroom when they aren't home, I highly recommend starting with your stuff first. It's going to seem really unfair to your child if you just took it upon yourself to declutter their bedroom and make decisions for their stuff if you have a cluttered house throughout the rest of your home. Okay, so first of all, start with your stuff first. I, this is what I always recommend to wives when they say, I wanted to, my husband to get on board with decluttering. And I say, okay, start with your stuff first because you have to lead by example. So after you have started with your stuff first and you still want to declutter when your child isn't home, I would talk to them about it. I would say, hey, this is so exciting. You know, do you want mommy to make your bedroom look like my bedroom and to be really tidy and clean and minimal and just feel really, really good? Let them respond. See if they're, they would like that surprise. 
created to be a, a surprise or a big event. Okay, get them involved, talk to them about it, kind of prepare them for what's going to come. Okay, let them know, oh, while you're at school today, mommy is going to tidy up your bedroom. Okay, you don't have to say, hey, I'm going to get rid of your stuff. If they're really young, they might not realize that. And they may be like, oh, you're going to get rid of this, some of the things that I, that I love. And just to reassure them that mommy's going to make it look really, really good. Okay, so this is the one approach that you can take is decluttering your kid's bedroom when they aren't home. Now you might get, have a little hesitation about this because it's your child's things and you don't want to make them upset. First of all, you have to realize your position of authority in your child's life. You have to make healthy decisions for your children. If they are holding on to stuff and they are creating a place and creating an environment in their, their bedroom that is not healthy for them, things contain dust, they contain dust mites. Um, food, if they, if they're allowed to eat in their room, food can get under, under all the stuff in their bedroom. That is unhealthy. It's also unhealthy to create a hoarder type personality for your children. So never teaching them how to let go or to pass on things that they no longer need is creating that hoarder mentality in your child's life. And that is unhealthy as well. So remember, this might be hard, but you are the parent, you get to make the decisions. Approach number two is for you to secretly declutter your kids' toys over a period of time. So if you have a super sentimental child and they do not like option A of you decluttering their bedroom when they are not there, or it makes them feel really anxious for you to remove anything, even trash. If you have a child who likes to hang on to everything and, you know, even pieces of trash and old crafts, then this is a an approach you could take. Do I recommend it? This is not the, the what I recommend. This is not the approach that I recommend. I recommend approach number three, which we will go over in just a minute. So what does it look like when you are secretly decluttering your child's toys without them? Okay. That means that you are taking notice again, first start with your stuff, <laughs> then be mindful about what your ch child is no longer playing with. Start taking mental note of things that are stuffed underneath the bed that they haven't seen in probably three years. You could probably declutter your, underneath your kid's bed if they stuff toys underneath there and it would be completely fine. The tops of closets is a good place to declutter. At the bottom of the closet, when toys are stacked on top of each other, um, in the back of drawers, those are areas that you could declutter without your child knowing. Obviously, you wouldn't want to do it all at one time, but you could take things a little by little and then put them into what I call quarantine. Quarantine is a safe space where you are putting an item for safekeeping for a certain amount of time. You could keep it there for three to six months, however long you think it's going to take for your child to like, you know, lose interest in it or lose their, their thought of it, kind of like out of sight, out of mind. If they haven't asked for that particular toy or that particular item or even the trash that they're hanging on to, after a certain amount of time, a designated amount of time that you have determined, then I would say that it is safe to let that go. So if you are 
secretly decluttering your child's bedroom, evaluating the things that they are no longer playing with and no longer touching, then take that item, wrap it up into a dark trash bag, put it into the top of your closet for quarantine. And then after three to six months, go back and visit that item. And your child has already grown and matured three to six months. They're probably not playing with that baby toy anyway. So that is an, an approach that you can take. Now, my favorite approach is approach number three of decluttering your kid's bedroom. And that is or their toys, and that is joining with them, having them join in the process and you involving them for every step of the way. This is my favorite approach because it teaches your child and your children life skills, decluttering life skills. And the like learning that skill of letting go is so important to our lives. Have you ever met someone who didn't let things go. They didn't know how to let things go. And they were somewhat untidy and they didn't know how to clean up after themselves. They probably didn't learn these decluttering skills as children. So it's really important that you involve your children in these processes. I know that you are probably thinking about the arguments and the struggles that are going to go along with it. So there are some steps to approach this method that it's gonna go over a lot smoother. So I'm gonna share with you some of my tips. The first thing, again, to start decluttering your stuff first. It is always best to lead by example, and you are exposing your entire family and your children to the idea of living more minimal. You're going to be a happier person, and if you are happier, your children are going to be happier. If they see because you have less stuff to manage, that you are spending more time with them, they are going to thrive in, in knowing that. And they're going to benefit from your decluttering and your living a simpler life. So always and forever, start with your stuff first. That should give you a good kick in the pants. <laughs> then this next thing I want you to do is start the conversation with them. Start talking about, hey, and the, the, the best time to do it is right before, probably like a couple of weeks to a month before holidays and birthdays, because they're going to get new items. And you can say, hey, you're going to get some new stuff for your birthday. You're going to get some new stuff for Christmas. Why don't we look at, why don't we start going into your bedroom, looking at the old toys that you no longer play with, and we can pass those on to children that need toys to play with that are less fortunate than you are. And so just start that conversation with them, get them involved. If you haven't been doing this their entire life, it might seem a little like, oh, mommy's going to take my stuff away. Okay. But there has to be a time when you break them in, you break them into this. So it's, it's just like building any other habit and any other skill. It's hard at first, but the more that they do it, the more that they're exposed to it, the easier it's going to be for them. For my kids, I have a 14 year old who declutters her own room and she's even regretted some of her stuffed animals that she's gotten rid of. <laughs> stuffed animals do hold a sentimental place in my heart as well. And then I have a 12 year old and he's probably the most minimal kid of all of my kids. And then I have my youngest who is pretty sentimental and loves to hold on to everything. Even I remember when he was younger, he's nine now and he would collect uh, beer bottle caps and we didn't even drink beer at the time. And, but we would go on walks and he would find them and collect them. And I was like, so embarrassed. <laughs> For him to have them in his bedroom. But anyway, 
So start the conversation with your kids about decluttering their bedroom and the idea of it and tell them how good you feel having a decluttered space, how you're able to have more time. It's so much easier for you to tidy up your, your the rest of the home because there's not as much and say, hey, let's we're going to do this in your bedroom too, okay? So let's set a date, not from, far from the conversation when you first had it. Maybe if you have the conversation on a Tuesday that you're going to plan the declutter day on Saturday and just let them know, hey, we're going to put this on the calendar, make it really pretty and cute declutter day. And you are going to build that up to be something really exciting. So on that day, oh, before that, before the day, think of the tools that you're going to need to prepare for decluttering that space. You're going to need trash bags. I always get two different color trash bags and it's really fun for them to have the different color trash bags. The black trash bag is for trash and the white trash bag is for donation. Because if you think about it, when you drop off a bag, if I was working at a place of donation, if I dropped off a black trash bag, I'm going to look inside. It's like really dark and gloomy and just It just freaks me out. Like, what am I sticking my hand into? (laughs) I know I'm strange, but I think about these things. So I use dark black trash bags for trash to, to differentiate between what we're sorting. And then I use white trash bags for donation items, or you can use cardboard boxes. So brainstorm with your child what tools you're gonna need to declutter their bedroom. Then leading up to that, you're going to mention to, to, to them, okay, let's count down how many days do we have left to transform. You can even call it transforming their bedroom, okay? So, but still call it, tell them that you're going to be decluttering. They have clutter, you had clutter, just normalize clutter. It doesn't have to be a scary thing. Then my favorite part, on the day of decluttering, the declutter day, make a really fun breakfast. Maybe you even take them out for breakfast. We have a local place here that we always go to when it is a special day. We love it. <laughs> so make a, a special breakfast with them for them. And then while you're decluttering, put on some really fun music. We love to clean to country music. <laughs> and then let them know after our day is completely done, I have a surprise for you. Take them out for some ice cream or go bowling or go skating. Have a reward for the day of work. How fun is that? I mean, your kid will always look forward to declutter day if you make it really fun for them and they won't hesitate or resist the idea of letting go and and decluttering because you have made it fun, okay? You set the tone in the house. You set the tone around decluttering. If it's painful for you and it's a struggle for you, it's going to be a struggle for them as well. All right, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of three ways to declutter your kids toys obviously you know my favorite way to involve your kids in the decluttering process it teaches them lots of life skills but you can also do the other two ways which is declutter your kids bedroom while they aren't home or you can do it secretly over time taking away those things that you know they don't need in their life anymore all right don't forget to grab that reset checklist You also join my newsletter where I send out action steps for you to take action right away in your home. And then that will get you on the newsletter for to be the first to hear about Simplify Your Kitchen course in the new year. All right, friends, tune in Friday as I share with you 
how to declutter your kids' toys right before Christmas. All right, I'll see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show.